it's fine. So they're showing Mike Nolan up in the booth right now, and he's sitting in one of those like luxury booth chairs as opposed to like a desk chair. So his knees are like up to his tits, <laughs> and he and he's sitting there with like his, his his Denny's menu. And I'm like, what what the actual fuck is this? <laughs> Your organization's worth like eight billion dollars. Like, <laughs> get a Get a chair a grown man can sit in without looking like a freak. So, what is it, like a $5 billion stadium or whatever this is? Yeah, it's like, the other thing I heard is that, like, there's a weird, it's like right by the airport, so you hear jet engines the entire time. Oh, that's weird. So, you, 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 built, you built this, like, edifice to, like, capitalist achievement, like, in a bad neighborhood, like, next to a train track. You're like, what is Hello, football hot boys. I'm your hottest boy, AJ Kunze, and I am joined by three slightly less hot boys: uh, TC Clark, David Petrus, and Cody White. Boys, my boys, my hot hot boys. We have ball to talk about. Woo. Finally, finally, after the summer from hell, something beautiful has ascended from the heavens into our lives. Would you? How how are you guys feeling after a full day of nothing but but ball in your face? Just nothing but face full of ball. There's some good I'm games. Kind of exhausted. Yeah, there was a. I mean, there were some spicy games this week. Um, I feel like they went. I mean, they went balls to the wall with some. I guess some um, rivalries uh, in the schedule, to say the least. I was kind of impressed by um, the lack of chill that the scheduler showed. Yeah, uh, to kind of dip back into the to time travel a bit into the past. The Thursday night game was a banger. You know, Texans Chiefs, and the fact that the Texans get to roll into Baltimore next week. So I don't know who they pissed off at fucking NFL headquarters that they have to go one, two at that. It'd be but. Real, really shitty to be a Texans fan now. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, I would probably quit my job and life and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> but no, there's some other baller games. Like you got uh, Green Bay versus Minnesota, which is fantastic. Chicago versus Detroit. Fantastic! That was, that was a, a very one. good one. That was a very uh, good one. Miami versus the Patriots. That's been like an ongoing. I mean, it's been pretty much a one-sided affair. But I mean, that's always been kind of entertaining to watch, to say the least. Um, and the most important, and the most important divisional game, the Cardinals versus the Niners. Um, I wasn't going to say that. That I, I game mean, was balls to the wall. However, I was going to say Tampa Bay versus New Orleans was yeah, all of a sudden exciting, now an important said. game. For sure, for sure. But I, I think ours was just super exciting in, in both sides of the ball, offense, defense. We got to see what my Cardinals finally look like. The oh. Niners are still one of the best teams in the league. They just had fucking scarecrows out there at wide receiver, so we had to take advantage of that. I remember last year I said Green Bay walked out in one game with the worst receiving core I'd ever seen. I'm going to have to go ahead and up the ante and say San Fran just walked out there with the worst receiving core that's ever stepped on a, on a football field. That was, oh my Very God, true. pathetic. Very true. You don't even have your rook uh, the, out there. Like, it, it was pathetic. Dude, I uh, know. Yeah, it was bad. It was you, bad. I'm looking at their at the receiving box score for them right now, and you have to get to their fourth leading uh, receiver before you find a wide receiver, yep. and that is Kendrick Kendrick Bourne with two receptions yep, yep. for 34 yep. yards. Yeah, two balls. And then yeah. you have to drop. Then you have to drop down a couple more spots below Jordan Reed, who last I checked is Jordan Reed, and uh, then you have Trent Taylor with two for seven, yep. 
And then you drop down two more spots to the next leading wide receiver, which is Dante Pettis, who caught zero yeah, for I was saying, zero. They, they so, had a combined yeah. total receiving yards of, what is it, 41 yards? And they still, it was <laughs> still a close game. Which is less than Kyle Juszczyk caught on one pass. Yeah. I mean, so... I, I, I don't want to overreact because like I already stated, you know, this team is very good, but I mean, their two studs were out Debo and Ayuk, you know, potentially Ayuk, but for just to display the de- lack of depth receiver that when like Dante Pettis was supposed to be a thing, you know, he was supposed to be a, a third or fourth receiver to come and contribute. And the dude has all the chance in the world and doesn't even produce anything. He doesn't do anything. I, I think yeah. they should be a little worried in that department, especially with, you know, what the potential, bust and jimmy as a passer i'm not saying he's a bust but just they're not they're not going to be a downfield team they are clearly a running team with with a defensive sound system so it's hard to really score points against teams when you can't move the ball through the air and you can't rely on kittle every fucking game and he's gonna you can't red light you you absolutely can't and if anything that's what this game shows i mean two things i learned from this game one kittle is a magician however he's not a wizard like he still played well. <laughs> However, if you're the only dude out there, you can't do everything. Two, this is still a close game. Let's give some credit to the fucking San Francisco defense. Like they played, they played fucking football. They did. Um, but at the end of the day, if you have no offensive weapons, like I don't get the old adage of you know um, defenses win games. At the end of the day, if you have no receiving core, you're not going to win any fucking games. So exactly. Well, let me let me counter that and say let's give credit where credit's due. Let's give credit to my Cardinals, right? And now I haven't even been able to really vocally express this game, so this will kind of just be me freeballing, expressing my joy, and also you know just being real of what I saw. It was a little bit more of the same of what was last year, um, except DeAndre Hopkins. That was the difference on offense with fourteen receptions for one fifty. Yep, that's Holy that's shit. <laughs> That's, yep. That is Dan Arnold numbers right there. If I've ever seen him, that is yeah. <laughs> who did who did make the box score by and the way? Two for twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, but, but um, so that's the offense, of course. You know, like I said, DeAndre Hopkins was the X factor there. Now, the defense was something that I, me as a fan, I had a lot to actually be optimistic about because we kind of have figured out what we're gonna do. We 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 kind of we didn't fix the cornerback problem, but but. Uh, Dre Kirkpatrick did a hell of a job in this game. But what we've decided is that we're going to fucking get to the quarterback. And we're going to put pressure on the quarterback. And we'll just let the secondary figure itself out after the pressure's made. So I think we got some real good guys that can get after the quarterback. Some of them are paid. Some of them just showed up and are actually doing their job. So the defense is fucking light years better. Um, so that that's something that we can definitely work with. And I'm fucking juiced about that. I I mean as as a I mean we can sit here and box score but as our kind of eye in the sky for this game, um, Clark, uh, how did Jimmy play? Did he look like Jimmy? Did he look worse than Jimmy? Did he look better than Jimmy? He looks I mean exactly his the same. stats are no, he looks exactly yeah, the same. Okay. Uh, he he has that one problem where, which was good for us because again what I just mentioned we we want to get to the quarterback. He still has that happy feet issue a little bit and and it's real bad when you have happy feet and you don't have a receiver to throw to. That's a bad combination of two, you know two things that aren't going to fucking add up to anything good. So I mean That's he very looked, true. He, yeah. he was still super solid. He made decent enough throws. It's I mean it was the Jimmy I'm used to seeing, you know, nothing too spectacular, but he didn't throw the game away. Like he didn't, you know, he didn't fuck anything up that bad. 
Uh, speaking of throwing the game away, I want to take a very brief detour uh, to um, uh, to Jacksonville. Um, because I think in one of the most disappointing and surprising outcomes of the day, uh, the Colts, who are a lot of uh, hot take artists, are saying are the third best team in the AFC, uh, got fucking bounced yep. by maybe the worst team in the league, a team that's actively trying to lose all of its games. Yeah, they were like and, over a touchdown uh, dog. Yeah, there was no reason for them to lose that game. And the one thing that I want to say about this game, and it was one of the big unanswered questions, and I am super ready to overreact after one week, is... Philip Rivers is done with a capital <laughs> uh. Like it is it like he he's throwing cinder blocks out there, man. Like they're yep. just, <laughs> they're dead on arrival. Um his his two picks were even like more Philip Rivers than his picks normally are. Because yeah. they're just like into double coverage. It's tumbling like a punt. It, it, it's it it, it it it's skimming like it's bouncing like a like a like a rock off the surface of a lake. Like it, it's 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 bad. Well, it, it's okay, really so bad. That's and, their that's their aerial show. But David, I mean, you you have a lot of investment in this running back field in fantasy. So I'm sure you watch that backfield. Can you talk about that in like real football or fan? Was it something to at least like look forward to as a Colts fan for God's sake? Did they have something? My God, because that was pretty pathetic. I didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even watch it. Like I, I didn't watch that game because, re, like, realistically, I, like, I, so for fantasy perspectives, I didn't start Marlon Mack. I started Jonathan Taylor, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna roll the rookie out. Whatever, whatever happens, happens. You know, I was like, I just don't care at this point because I don't. No one knows what Week One is gonna look like with no training camp, no OTAs, no nothing. I was like, I'm just gonna roll the dice. Screw it. Luckily for me, I didn't start Marlon Mack, and the dude, you know, possibly towards Achilles, rip. Marlon Mack, sorry, hope you feel better. But I, I didn't watch it. I was like, uh, you know, you have a linebacker at running back. He's going to get goal line carries. You know, he's going to be he's gonna be the bulldozer. No, wrong. He was the scat back and surprisingly didn't drop a pass. <laughs> Not a single pass dropped by yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Congratulations, boy. But you use nine. How many did he have, like six catches, the, something the goal like that? Line. Like, that was yeah, absurd. six was catches. Like, uh, this is not what we anybody signed up for. That was not what no one signed up for. Yeah, he was six for six, sixty-seven yards, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but yep. I did not watch that game. I watched eleven uh, yards a catch. I watched red zone, but I didn't watch uh, the Colts specifically. Well, all right. So, Kunzi, can you explain that that more lack of aerial show some more? Because I, I saw a little bit, and most of them were just I mean, <laughs> dumpy throws, man, that just didn't have anything on them. Yeah. Well, the fact that he, the only thing that kept him from being a sin against the sport and history of football was the fact that the guys he were throw he was throwing to were exceptional and played great. So I watch Jonathan Taylor is maybe my second favorite college football player of all time. He played for my he played for the Badgers, my team, and he was fantastic. I watched a lot of Jonathan Taylor. I did not understand the knock on him coming out that he could not catch the ball. Yeah. I, I, I felt like that was way too much box score scouting. And I felt like when he was asked to catch the ball, he did it really well. And when you get him in space, it, look, the look, look the fuck out. Cause yeah. here he comes. Uh, cause guy that big and can accelerate that fast. Like I will forever and always remember a game against, it was either USF or UCF. I, I, 
the thing I will always remember, I forget what team it was played against. And um, he, I've never seen a player just decide to score like that in that game. And he had a couple passes where he just caught the ball and there was like, there was no one else on the field. Um, So I kind of knew that he was going to do this. And also they say that about every Wisconsin back that comes out. And you know, those Wisconsin backs, they never catch any passes in the NFL. That James White guy, he can't catch. That Corey Kilmet guy, he's never made a big catch in a big game before. And that Melvin Gordon bum also is garbage out of the backfield, right? So, okay. And the other thing was Paris Campbell yeah. showed something today. Yeah, and it, Very much in the same way. And when you think of Paris Campbell, you kind of figured he'd be going deep, and that really wasn't the nope. case. Catching he was more of a slot guy this, in the flat. this uh, in, game. Immediate which was, catches, yeah. yeah. That's because Philip Irvin yeah, so so it, He can. Mm-hmm. And that showed, like, I mean, yeah, he's C.Y. Hilton wasn't catching yeah. deep throws. Fucking uh, Paris Campbell wasn't catching deep throws. Pascal... But, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Pascal was a catch deep throws. No one was. It was just a check down every single play. It was terrible. It was terrible football. Like, he's hucking bricks, I would man. rather have Tyrod Taylor. I'd rather have I, the, the amount of, like, any any quarterback right now. He's done. I could. Jacoby yeah, Brissett. I would complete. Yes. I would rather have Cortland <laughs> Sutton back there at this point. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like I I completely agree. I I I think Philip Rivers is done. It, it did not. This was not a strong showing. You're against a weak team. You're you're against a defense that, in hindsight, like two years ago, was baller. However, they're obviously tanking. And it, what are you doing? You got you got beat by a guy with a mustache. But, but come on. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, People I would like to out. introduce. Uh, all of our uh, the hot boys on this show and all the hot boys out there listening uh, to a new segment that will happen every single week, where I go around the ho- horn and ask this question, and everyone just gives a one gives a one word answer, and uh, we're gonna check in every single week, and we're just gonna kind of keep track of it. So the question is, if you are running right now on this date, September thirteenth, twenty twenty, you are running the Jaguars, and I ask you. Are you looking for another quarterback, Clark? Your answer is jizz. <laughs> I thought that I thought the test was we had to do one action. Was I supposed to use a word? I thought it was. I was. Oh, it was like yeah, yes or no, yes or no. Oh, but oh, I, I, I think j- j- I think jizz is yes. Okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll mark you down yes. for yes. <laughs> Just jizz equals yes. I've never like been like jizz no. Like You're that's right. not, not usually a, re- a reaction that goes along with that. Cody, yes. are you are you looking for a new yes. quarterback? Okay, uh, and Pete. Absolutely. All right, I am also saying yes. Having said that, he played lights out. Uh, he played he had lights one, out. He had one incompletion yeah, one, yeah, today. One incompletion. He played uh, lights out. However, however, I do want to add the reason why, and, I, and maybe you can uh, shed some light on this with your football god knowledge. He did miss one completion, nineteen out of twenty. He only he threw under two hundred yards. He, he was just yes. check down passes every time. You play a real football team, and apparently the Colts aren't. You play a real football team, you play the fucking, what, you play the Chiefs? Even if you play the Texans. I'm being real, like the Texans aren't good right now. Do you think they can beat the Texans? Hell no, they can't. They can't. They shouldn't have beat the guys they beat shouldn't today. have. Like, they're not, but apparently yeah. there's, I mean... I mean, no comment. Like, apparently they're so checked out. Like, this is apparently the Tennessee uh, Texans league now. 
Like right, so before we go, oh, yeah. I, I know a lot of you. I know a lot of you guys picked them yes. to be the wor- so for a new quarterback, right? We're all going to go for a quarterback. Yep. Right. Who is the backup mm-hmm. quarterback for the Jaguars right now? Tell me. Actually, goes to Blake Bortles. Uh, I oh, I it's know. I. Nope. I know who this is. It, it's it's Glennon, isn't it? It's Mike Glennon. It's it's Mike Glennon, isn't it? So the fact it's Mike that Glennon. it took us yep. that long to figure out that it's Mike Glennon, they need a quarterback regardless of who's starting because you do not have a backup quarterback. <laughs> It's fair. No, you have a they do you have, have a, a swizzle stick with a fucking you, Adam's apple. They, they do have a backup quarterback. He's starting, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you, there you go. Valid. I am excited for Ryan Fitzpatrick to pull off his beard like a Lego toupee, <laughs> and then just click it onto Gardner Minshew's face like you are the new uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then all of a sudden, so you too shall have a new team every year. Or you're awful but fun. Yeah, like I'm just super excited for that to be. Yeah, he was still fun. He was fun. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he was he was running around taking pitiful sacks. Like there, there's no reason if you are like a yard from the sidelines that you should take a sack. Just do this. Just throw it <laughs> a yard in front of you out of bounds. <laughs> he took so many he took so many sacks just like chilling out by the sidelines today. Like it was it, it was like so he's not good, but he does just enough and beats good teams. So you have to go fuck. Actually, something I. A game I did not do a lot of work on that I'm very curious about, and hopefully Pete can shepherd us through this, is I want to talk about your boys' game. Because oh, I didn't get to see any of that, but I saw the box score, and I saw three different receivers had nine receptions. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck is that? Yeah, Matt Ryan, the only quarterback that can throw for, you know, fucking 400 yards a game and still lose. Uh, so That's fair. Yep, when, he's super lost. He did do that. Said, he did lose. Yeah, when you first said that we were going to talk about somebody who threw the game away, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. We're going to talk about the Falcons because that's exactly what Matt Ryan did. We, we, here's, here's the end of the game for you. I'm going to paint the picture. We, we kick the onside kick. We get it back. We get the ball back on our onside kick. Fucking crazy, right? We're like, oh, my God, holy shit, we have 30 seconds. We, can still have, we still have a chance. What does Matt Ryan do? Let me just throw a quick interception. And game over. Well, Russell, Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones all caught nine All balls. over Russell Gage yards. had nine catches? Russell yep. Gage yes. Nine catches for 114. They all had over 100 yards. There is something uh, to be said. Like, I'm not Julio I'm Jones. not going to... Nine. Nine for 157. Good Lord. No touchdowns. You can't find Julio. The biggest fucking dude on the field. You can't find him on the end zone. Calvin Ridley. Biggest dude on the planet. For 130 and two touchdowns. Much less big. Much less. But easier to find, evidently. Much less. Wow. And also, so the, um, I get super fascinated by like uh, the talking head culture in sports in how like someone will put one idea out. It's like, yes, that sounds right. It is now all of our ideas. It belongs to all of us. And one of the idea was Todd Gurley will get 15 touches a game. Like that, like every single person said that. He had 16 today. It was like almost dead on. We fucking nailed it right carries. <laughs> Yeah, we nailed it. We did it, guys. We, we, we won sports media. <laughs> there was like, he's not going to be the top. He's not going to have the 25. And we're like, no, no, he's going to have 15. He's going to have 15 no. carries a game. Yeah. He's going to be productive. And I'm pretty sure he was pretty, like, <laughs> decently productive. Am I wrong? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he had he had a touchdown and his, he averaged four yards a carry and yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's a that's a solid day. I mean, nothing wrong with it. Well, the fact that you have yep, all that and offense and still put up twenty five yards is talented, to say the least. Well, 
in, in speaking of weirdly symmetrical stats, all the top three rushers all averaged four yards a carry exactly. What the fuck is up? Doesn't with this make any score? sense. Like if you look at this on yeah. paper without the score, you'd be like, holy <laughs> shit. But it, this is it, like setting my OCD. It doesn't. Off real bad, it, it, I gotta get off this. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like I, this is for yeah. the first time. I'm like, is my Matt Ryan just? He's good at throwing, but bad at winning. Like I don't get it. Like that's weird. <laughs> what? That's weird. That's a weird thing. Russell Wilson will find ways to win a game. He will. Russell Wilson True. will find ways. Yeah. to Hundred percent. He's a yeah. he's Ryan a good quarterback. Will fucking air the ball out. Matt Ryan will air the ball out because he has receivers that can go up and get it. He has athletic. He has he has just fucking phenomenal athletes that will go get the ball no matter where he fucking puts it. I mean, Hayden Hurst today doing fucking stretch Armstrong to get this fucking ball that he didn't need to or shouldn't have had to have gone and do. Like, Matt Ryan will find ways to get people the ball, but he doesn't know how to win. It's bad. It's bad. It's fair. I mean, this is going to Do you, do you have anything to say uh, say about the Seahawks side of the ball before we move on? I mean, Chris, Chris Carson was a receiver monster. more than a running yeah. back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time. Like, Chris Carson's always been a catching back, but I've never seen him, like, catch this many balls. At this accuracy, I mean, six for six for 45 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. Pretty good. And DK mm-hmm. is fucking fast. I mean, what's new? DK is very fast. DK is Almost fast. 100 yards on. Those are true yep. facts. Yeah, yep. I, I saw him drop that one and then he came back and had that, yeah, that huge play. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, who, that's, that's the type of guy he is, though. Yeah. Before uh, we move on to the next game, uh, brief production note. Clark, if you touch that fucking water bottle one more time, I'm going to stick this chief-sized knife hand through this call and just right do you, in your fucking heart. Do you want to be hydrated it, or not? What the fuck? It's, it, it's like an old lady unwrapping a candy in a movie theater. Like You hear the crunch every single time you pick it up and suck on it. Yes, that. that. Spend, spend your your personal trainer money on a fucking big dick size water bottle like Cody has, and and then it will be silent. I'm not enough man for that fucking thing. Are you kidding me? It's the size of a blacksmith's anvil and it's silent, but you have this tiny little dagger sized thing that sounds like a fucking nuclear bomb. Like Jesus Christ! Where the fuck are we going from here? Uh, let's talk about your game. Uh, I think Green Bay, uh, Minnesota is probably one of the most hyped games of this week, personally. It was, it was an unexpected so, shootout. I didn't expect it. It really was. So, yes, it was, and yes, it wasn't. Because there was a very similar, I guess, oeuvre in that game to the Tampa Bay and New Orleans game, where technically there were points in both those games where the score was close but it never really felt like the other team was in control. Yeah. Like it never felt like Tampa really had a chance even when they were within striking distance. It never really felt like Minnesota ever had a chance in that game. Like it's just like it that was I think the worst called defensive game I've ever seen a Mike Pettin defense have where just like he just went into prevent with like 10 minutes left in the first quarter. He's like, prevent. And they just moved down and scored whenever they want. But the Packers could just literally do control every element when they're, when they're on the, when their offense is on the field, they control how much time something took, how many yards they wanted to get, how, how much they wanted to target Devonte Adams, which is all of it. Like they just wanted to throw the, every pass to Devonte Adams. 
Uh, let me let me see his box score here real quick. I think he had 14, like 14 catches. 14 for 17. Yeah, 156 four- yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> Yep. So he was, he was, yep. And, and he dropped one. He, he dropped a fourth down where it hit him between the one and the seven and it just dribbled out between his elbows, too. So it could have been worse. And, and I mean, I, the rushing numbers don't blow you away. But one thing I will say is this is kind of what I figured a LaFleur offense would look a little bit more like that we didn't really see last year. Like there was just a lot more going on, a lot more jet sweeps. It, it felt like, plays were designed for certain players like alan lazard got uh let me see here one carry for i think two yards. or three carries he got one carry like, for yeah 19 oh yeah he, he must have had something else called back because he, he got handed the ball more than once and four for four yeah and uh tyler irvin got worked into the offense as, as, as he's our kick returner so like it, it just felt like he was having more fun and like people were in positions to be successful and the other thing I took away from this game is I am officially taking uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and I'm going to open up my Ted Ginn basket. I'm just going to throw him in there with, with Will Fuller. And they're all going to sit in the same basket together because they're just going to run that same route four times a game and they're going to doink three of them. Yep, but he got one. And he got one, though. He got one. He got, he got one. And he, so he had uh, four receptions for 60, or, uh, 96 yards. All of which came and from one play. He, <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. And he also had a like a couple ugly penalties too. He was just a nightmare to watch, but because he is that kind of player where all he has to do is like wedge the ball between various body parts at one point during the game to be valuable. And and yeah. And Alan Lazard just continues to be solid and totally useful. And um, completely tradable. I yeah, that. yeah, completely tradable. If anyone wants to trade for Alan Lazard, you don't even have to be in our league. Cody will trade hit you. Me up. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll Is trade it? you him. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, the Vikings. Uh, I, 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 the Vikings. I mean, Adam Thielen's good at football. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah. that's literally oh, 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 it. Oh, oh, There's oh, nothing else to oh, take I, away from here. Stop everything. I, I just, you guys just like put the craziest thought in my mind. Sorry to completely get off tangent yep. here. But what kind okay, of no. crazy game would this be if you could play fantasy like fantasy football like that, where you could like legitimately construct teams through other resources? Like you could just trade with like <laughs> other leagues to like, and you would have you would like you could have the same players as other people in your league and shit. You just literally did whatever you could. To just <laughs> so there'd be two Al Lazards in one league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an entire. T- <laughs> But there would have to be some sort of universal economy. Like, there could only be, like, exactly. 412 Alan Lazards like, in the entire universe. Or, the, the, like, the, yeah. the prices of things would have to be more constant. Yeah, like, so so it wouldn't get too out of whack. Everything would have to be consistent. You know, the prices would have to be set, and that's just what you have to pay for shit. Oh, that's funny. Or or it could be, like, in Warframe where certain players get vaulted. And, like, oh, no, we can't use <laughs> can't use who You can't draft Julio no Jones Julio this year. Jones. He's vaulted. You, you missed out, He's vaulted. Friends. You can't. <laughs> yep, and it, but if you have them from another year, you can like sell them for a lot now. It's worth more because no one else can get them. Um, <laughs> backing off of that tangent, um, uh, Vikings got some problems. I was kind of high on the Vikings. I still kind of am as like maybe a dark horse NFC team. I mean, but God, the prim- perimeter of that defense is the bad. The defense is bad. Like, Dalvin Cook runs good though. 
Like new yes, newsflash, like <laughs> Dalvin Cook is a good running back. Um, I didn't, but they, I didn't yeah, they really too much of that. Who who else called a ball besides Adam Thielen? What were the other receiver situation looking like on that team? I, I didn't Johnson see enough. Not a ton. It was nothing. It was nothing, he, they, dude. It was just him. I'll be honest. Like I'm not gonna read the other names. Yep. It was just him, dude. Honestly, um, Alexander Masterson though was balling out too, though. <laughs> who Masterson? Danny Masterson. Richard Masterson. <laughs> The, the, I the like guy Masterson. who wrote I Am Legend was out there. Go ahead. I'll pay for the name dead. change. So I think we'll move on from that. Does anyone else have a game they want to kind of throw out there? Yeah, I wanted to go on a little riff here about the Detroit game. So yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm going to just jump one. right to the end, and there's just only one thing I want to talk about because there's only one player that I care about, and it's DeAndre Swift. And the only thing I'm going to say yep. is yep, yep, yep. non-Detroit Lion DeAndre Swift would have called that ball. But as soon as he became a Detroit Lion... <laughs> He fucking <laughs> turns into a fucking turd. I can't believe he dropped that ball. That, that was unbelievable. Wide open game winner, and I and he just completely fluffs it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, to to give context, college like he. You know how many times he did that for Georgia, and he. Dude, that's what college. I'm saying, bro. And, and and as soon as he becomes a Detroit Lion, he can't fucking do it. It's like what the fuck. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, to give some context to some people who might not have seen the game, like there was, I think, nine seconds left during that play, and uh, Detroit was d- down by four, would have won the game. Yep. He ran this wheel route. He was completely wide square. Wide the fuck open. Yeah, wide the fuck open, staring right into Matthew Stafford's, what I assume are beautiful eyes. And he had it right in his bread basket in the end zone, but for some reason he took his eye off the ball to walk turned downfield even though he was in the end zone and didn't have to run downfield yeah so i think maybe he thought someone was coming down the pipe to smoke him maybe but that's like i i don't he dropped it for no reason couldn't believe it and it it really is this sad dark corner the like bad things have to happen to detroit we're not even mentioning how they they literally were just smoking the bears the entire game like it was it was like they're by 21 points dude there was no way that they could fucking lose that game and and mitch trubisky comes back and like actually throws a few dimes and somehow they come back and fucking win that game and shit like that had to happen where argue you know probably the best running back on the on on the field at any point makes a play like that shit like that all had to add up for them to fucking lose that game and it's detroit man so yeah so this was another thing that jumped in my brain during this game random thoughts brought to you by aj so eric Bieniemy is an early leader to be like one of the hottest head coaching candidates next year and i again one of the consensus talking head things is that a good place for him is the jets that he's gonna go there and save sam darnold or whatever i don't know if I'm him, I want to go here because mm. like, like, like this, this seems like the landing spot where a guy that can do that and actually have all these tools because this is such a fun offensive core and I don't really feel like anything is happening here. You're giving 14 carries to busted down Adrian Peterson and like running your entire offense through that. Dude, get I, the fuck I, out I of here. I remember before, we, before all of our preseason talk, I think, all of us, I wasn't as high as you guys, but everybody thought Detroit was going to have a monster year. I, and, I mean, it's early, and I'm not trying to overreact, but, dude, based on what I saw, they're the same exact fucking Lions that I've seen. Th- that defense is horrible, and like you just said, AJ, man, they fucking running their offense. No no, no hate on Adrian Peterson, 
but they literally ran the offense through him. And, of course, you know, the stud wasn't out there, uh, Kenny Galladay, but still, it, it's just the same product that we've seen year in and year out from these fucking guys. I mean, Adrian Peterson has been on this team for 45 minutes. Right. And right. he, he got eight, 18 touches, was a leading rusher, and Danny Amendola is your leading receiver. Like, get the ball to some of these other guys, that's, for fuck's that, sake. That's what's so like, funny is that before, like I said, yeah. back in the preseason talk, we were naming off all the weapons. We were like, fucking look out, this offense, insert weapon here. And we were just naming off all these guys, and then it ended up being Adrian Peterson and Danny Amendola. Yeah, so, so it was... I, endlessly frustrating to briefly touch on the Bears because I there's I, the Lions are just frankly more interesting and to talk about when it comes fuck to this game. Is Quintez Cephas slow? Holy shit! Uh, oh my! I told god. you he was oh slow. Oh my god! He I, is, dude. It looked like a cartoon. <laughs> I couldn't believe he was that slow. I, 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 like he runs like a nose tackle. That it's was insane. Crazy. Like it's, yeah, I thought he was like trying to put people to sleep or something, and then maybe turn the boosters on. But no, he was just literally like the only one to sleep out there. Holy fuck! <laughs> He is it's like he has clots in his legs. Yeah, <laughs> he runs like Andre the Giant. Like it's 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 it, it, it's bad. Dude. Um, they really again, just wanted to, to give him the ball though. So I'll throw out there, like good. real bad. Ten attempts. Some... Yeah, they gave him ten, 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 ten more. attempts. He, he only caught he, three he, of them. But he is that type of receiver, though. He's like you know we just mentioned. He's not a fucking burner, but he can go make plays. He, he's a big body. Yeah, he'll, he'll get the ball. Yeah, he'll get he'll get the fucking ball. I mean, yeah, thirty percent of the time. Slow. I mean, so yeah, so so Bears won, and Mitch played thoroughly. Mitch, he was good when he was good, and he was hilarious. He made a hell of a throw down there. Um, yeah, he made. I mean, it's crazy. He can do that every he, once in a while. He had a couple. He had a couple banger throws. He had a really sexy throw that. Um, Allen Robinson couldn't quite come down with mm. too, uh, in the end zone. So he had a couple of nice throws, uh, uh, but it just there's also a lot of like I don't know what the fuck you're doing, and a couple of Gardner Minshew sacks that just didn't need to happen too. And so I, I mean I don't I I think probably after watching him today, like okay yeah you probably should have started him like you probably shouldn't have started Foles fine, but you're still in the same hell you were in before. Yeah, it's no different. There's yeah. something I want to say yeah. before we talk about some other games, because you just mentioned some. there were some yeah. ugly games. I just want to mention two games that were the exact opposite of that. They were actually really well executed by the two winning teams, and I think it's super impressive, even though the two teams are the Chiefs and the Ravens. I still think it's impressive that they come in week one with all the circumstances just completely put on a show. There's no question that they're the best two teams in their, you know, in their division and they just handle fucking business. The games were never in question. They don't even look like they missed a beat, and they both arguably look better than what they did last year. That's impressive. Yes. Since you brought this up, we're just going to banish the. We're going to spend a couple quick seconds on this Browns and Ravens game and right. then banish it because right. it's not. The, the only two things I want to say about the Ravens game is I have never watched a football player, maybe ever, that looked like he was trying less than Lamar Jackson does. <laughs> and that's not me insulting him. It just looks like it's insultingly easy for him to play football. Yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever. Here you go, Mark Andrews. Here's a pass. Oh, I'm going to kind of jog and be twice as fast as everyone. Yeah. And like I said, I love him. He's a, maybe the best player in the league, but he is so effortless when he plays football. Um, the other thing is, I would like permission from my fellow hot boys to exit the Baker Mayfield bandwagon oh, um, I, 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 would, 
I would like permission to bail because I'm beginning to think that he is the problem. Oh um, boy! Are you, yeah. Are you finally on board? with me? I'm on board. I'm 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 standing on the edge of the bandwagon with my ripcord, just like, is it okay if I jump, guys? Cause, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Because we're all very we're all very protective of our takes, and to to, to abandon one is a big deal. Yeah, so I, I would like permission to. To to bail on Baker Mayfield, please. I'll allow it. I'll allow <laughs> that's, it. If that's where your heart's at, buddy. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So Eli Manning was a steampunk robot, and he was able to get the ball to OBJ better than this twenty-three-year-old <laughs> world-class athlete yep. is. And, and I, because like, if you go back and you kind of casually watch the game, like, wow, OBJ had a lot of drops. It was a lot of stuff bouncing off his back shoulder, man. Like yeah. it, they yeah. were hard to catch. Like OBJ, mm-hmm. I mean, he can make some crazy catches, but he's also a fucking human being. Like you can't. <laughs> they were they were poorly thrown. There was a lot of really bad throws. And then in the other aspect of the <laughs> offense, I didn't like watch this fucking game to a T. But there was something that was hyped up all fucking preseason was how good. Cleveland's line was, and now that they got a new system and coach in place, that this was just going to be a fucking run team. And I mean, you boys can look at the stats. I, I don't know how didn't the happen. Fuck that added up. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. They have a good run defense. I, I mean, I'll say that. That's that's about all I'll say the, for the Browns. The, I mean, uh, to I will say eyeball test. They both look like they were running great, and they're averaging over five yards a carry. Both of them. That's good. But the game was. The game was just so far out of hand so quick that mm. it was not even part of the game. Okay. okay. So I, 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 and I think I think their offense line did play better. I just feel like Freddie Kitchens has completely destroyed Baker Mayfield's confidence in the pocket because there are so many times where he's like perfectly fine, but it's just kind of noisy, and he's like, Ugh! and he's running around trying to get a mile and a half of space to th- th- throw the ball. Okay. And I think also being being uh, five six or however tall he is, it makes it hard to. Well, to get the ball out of that noise sometimes. Well, let me bring up something Especially for you. Especially you don't have confidence. AJ, let me bring up something for you since you're talking all this about Baker Mayfield. So what's the difference yeah. What's the difference between him and Sam Darnold right now? Why are, we, why are we bailing on Baker Mayfield, but all of us are like, oh, yeah, Sam Darnold still, he's got a fighting chance. Well, I'm I'm not off the Sam Darnold bandwagon, but I'm eyeing the exit. <laughs> so, um, it, and... That makes two of us. I... I Yep, mm. I I I think I I think those guys both came in as awesome prospects and they both got nuked yeah. by where they were. I mean, fucking Adam Gase. Adam Gase is he, he's a fucking football war criminal, dude. Like like what he go, goes and does to prospects and teams is fucking atrocious and insulting. I mean, like, he, like murders the damage, them internally. It's brutal, man. He again had a world class athlete sitting on a bench on the sideline going, I'm, "I'm seeing things that aren't there." Mic'd up on national television. What the fuck? And and Freddie Kitchens is like, I guess his Goebbels to 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 to, to fucking Adam Gase's Hitler, because like he did the same thing. He took the most confident quarterback in the league and turned him into a guy who's constantly second guessing everything yeah. from his ball placement to his feet to, to like. That's a great to his point. mechanics, That's and it's just like, point. yeah, it's like you, you can like we talk all the time recently about good players will be good, 
Like you, you don't worry about where they land necessarily. I think quarterbacks is a whole different beast, man. You can totally ruin a guy. You can totally strip for everything sure. good. And, and I'm not, I'm not trying crap. to get yeah. fucking ripped on what I'm about to say. And I, I don't necessarily agree. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with what I'm about to say, but I don't think it's unfathomable yeah. that this could be true in like a parallel or a fucking alternate universe. The fact that yeah. Baker Mayfield could have been better than Lamar Jackson. Like that's not unhurt. You know, that's, I don't think that's unrealistic to, it, I think if you switch where they land for sure, 100%, for man, sure. like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think Lamar Jackson in Cleveland is no, any better. God, no. Than, yeah, I, I can agree with that. It's just, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's, he's, he's different because he, he's got the mobility. His arm is like a fucking rubber band. He could throw a dart on a rope. He has all these things that are there and then, you know, Harbaugh and that team worked with and made it to what it is. And Baker had redeeming things too, man. And like accuracy was never an issue until he went to Cleveland. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Like he got Jameis Winston eyes or something. I don't know why that became an issue. Like you said, these guys I just mean, like coached the shit into him that was never there. Into this. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue you. I'm not even going to argue that. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm definitely not the first person to point this out about Jameis Winston in that he had oh he had one thing and not I understand he's extra precious to you, Pete, but I have a, a very big soft spot for Yamis myself. <laughs> that that second level of the defense doesn't exist yeah. to him. <laughs> like anyone it anyone ten yards between ten and fifteen yards in the line of scrimmage is invisible. No, entirely non existent. It, it is it, it is it is it is VHS status. I to him. I my and, favorite meme, my favorite football meme of the past year is literally Jameis Winston talking to a reporter, just doing this, like this whole like, oh, what's up? And it says, "Fuck it, someone will catch it." <laughs> like yeah. that's literally his mentality, and I I kind of love it, but obviously hate it at the same time. So here's this. Can well, you and the most yeah, gunslinging to OBJ. Like, oh my god if you have yeah that would be disgusting I, I i haven't done laundry i can't change my pants that many times uh, I show. please don't say that <laughs> hold on I, I didn't ever put that together until you said that but i knew i knew pete was like concocting some landing spot for james winston and just go ahead and say it man i'd love Cleveland. it that's what i'd fuck i'd fucking love that dude he'd be slinging that's balls so fast watchable that football be right there him watchable both football at the same time two touchdowns on one play it's amazing well to to, to, to finish the point uh, my the moment that made me put my parachute on to prepare to ask you guys permission to exit was the interception that Baker Mayfield threw, he threw because he somehow didn't see Calais uh, Campbell drop back into pass coverage, and he doinked it off his fucking dome into someone else's hands. Wow. And, like, he was in that invisible territory, that 10 to 15 yard. He just dropped back, and ba Baker's like, he doesn't exist, and he just threw it. And, like, and I'm like, oh, so you're ruined. You've been Yamist. <laughs> Um, so th th that's what made me. So the second I have that moment with, with Sam Darnold, I will repack my parachute so, and lock to the door. Uh, I, it might be fucking week two, dude. <laughs> why yeah. would you rather, I'm going to ask still play the room here. What's up? Would you rather have okay. Minshew or would you rather have Baker Mayfield on your team? And that situation, who would you rather have? Wait, what's the question? Are you saying like uh, on, general, on the or? Browns specifically? 
Minshew. Not Baker. Brown specifically. Baker. 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 I would say Minshew. Yeah, 50-50 split. So it's two and two? Yeah. I would say I'd rather have Minshew because, yeah, he's out there taking sacks to the face like, you know, he's in a a bad uh, (laughs) casting call. However, he takes shots and he's pretty accurate. And I feel that he would have a better shot at getting the ball to OBJ than fucking Baker Mayfield would. I agree. I mean, the the Ravens only had two sacks. So, like, you you can't even blame sacks for Baker's mistakes. So I would take Minshew. Watching it, you would have thought they had more because he was so skittery. Yeah. He was, he was, he was uh, Jacksonville era Blaine Gabbert back there, just like, oh, everyone's coming to get me. Like he was correct, not maintaining so his composure. Baker's broken. God, I'll take I, the confident I, Minshew mania. Yep, I'll roll with it. Exactly. Sometimes that mentality I, I, can carry you through bullshit like that. Like it's like, oh shit, here comes the pressure again. Let's go. You you at least take a shot downfield. This is such a hard because I I, mean, I want to argue you guys because like I feel like that's dumb but I have no ground to stand on so I'm not even gonna argue. It I like, kind of you know they've, what, they've kind of convinced us. me. They kind of like, got us it, here, it, it, but I feel I, like they're it, wrong. I feel like they're wrong and we're I right. I mean, but when it comes no- to pure talent, <laughs> yeah, Baker that, Mayfield's like probably a better quarterback. However, it's, up it's, here, it's, Carter Minshew is a better quarterback. He don't give a fuck about what anyone is saying. It's overreaction Sunday. It's it's week one. So like in the spirit of that, I kind of feel like I have to change it because I'm like, God, I don't. I think the lines are comparable. I think Baker's weapons are better, and Gardner played way better yes. today. All these are very and it's true. Like, oh fuck. Fuck. Kinda yeah. All right. All right. I I officially bounce back to the dark side. Oh, I'm not because that's that's just preposterous. I think it's preposterous. It. It is preposterous. It's but preposterous that the Rams are losing or call- beating yeah. the Cowboys right now. That's the only thing that's preposterous yeah. right now. But go I on. Yeah. Be tied, though, also, <laughs> also, this is a show called Football Hot Boys. We we this these are exactly the takes that we need to be marketing. All right. Um, so, I, I guess the last game that I actually have strong things to say about is what I think is the ugliest game of the day. Oh dear. The most depressing game of the day oh dear uh and that is the chargers and Bengals. <laughs> yep because oh, it couldn't finish watching it it was it, it was ugly and awful but still kind of like fascinating <clears throat> and like and it was a hundred percent because of joe burrow and watching joe burrow in this game was like it was kind of wonderful because I, I love joe burrow and he very very clearly had no idea what he was doing out there he looked completely lost right, right. but he's also really good at football so like it was like he was so good at football that he was just able to, to kind of make stuff up and make it work and still almost win the game cuz he you can just tell he wasn't quite sure where to look he wasn't quite sure uh what his reads were he wasn't like super confident in his um his blocking which he shouldn't have been because they were really bad um well and all, and also the Chargers can actually one thing the Chargers can absolutely still do is get at the quarterback. But, excuse me. But he was still able to, like, put a watchful product out there and almost win the game. And so I, I still think Joe Burrow is going to be special. He marched them down in the last two minutes of the game, all set to win this game. Who cost him the game? To, 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 yep. You're setting me up, man. I'm trying to do a thing here. <laughs> he busts his ass. He, also, the Joe Burrow quarterback draw got called like 14 times today, and he killed it every time. He ran for touchdown. It was it was kind of great. 
Anyway, he gets all the way down there, spikes the ball. He gets one shot at the end zone. He throws a beautiful quick out in the end zone to A.J. Green. Pushed off. Nails A.J. Green at the peak of A.J. Green, which is like 14 and a half feet in the air. He drags his feet. It's beautiful, but he pushed off. So it doesn't count. So, but that's not on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow did all the Joe Burrow stuff he had to do to make that to win that game. Then, good old fat Randy <laughs> waddles out there to kick a field goal and kicks it extremely right, just super right, and in the process just fucks his whole shit up. And just like he's like, ah, oh, my leg. So he tore something off the bone, and it was just a sad way to end a sad game. And I think part of what makes it so sad is the Chargers are just. Bad. They're bad. They're a bad, bad. team. They're, yeah, they're, bad, they're bad team. They're, they're hard to watch. They're bad. They're a bad team. Yeah. They're, they're just hard. It, and it's hard because I like, I, I like and respect so many of the players on their roster. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I, I've always kind of supported Tyrod Taylor, even yeah. when it's not necessarily in line with reality. Uh, love Joey Bosa and Casey Hayward and Kenny... Uh, Nick Vigil is on this team. I even like him. And it's like, but it's, it's not good nope. ball. Tyrod Taylor plays like a, at this point in his career, plays a very unwatchable well, style one of thing, ball. That one thing that was fun about Tyrod Taylor is that he was, a, at least when he's with the Bills, is he was a mobile quarterback. He didn't, he didn't mm-hmm. have one, one keeper this entire game. Nope, I'm, look, I'm looking at his stats. Six he had six carries for seven oh, did he? yards. Okay, then my apologies. It's for seven yards. Six carries my for apologies. seven yards. That is I don't still blame pathetic you for not realizing those are notable. carries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he may as well have none, all right? Yeah, it, it would have been statistically been yeah. equal. It yeah. No, it would have been better because they would have had a chance to do something else, like hand the ball off to Austin Eckler or something. They didn't, you know, and I wouldn't have had to watch him do those things. Oh, yes, right. that would have also been good. To really dip back into Cincy... I, I was hoping they'd look sharper. I, I'd ho- I would hope that, you know how I said with like Lafleur in his second season, I rolled out there. I'm like, oh, I can kind of see what a Lafleur offense is now. Like I, I can at least kind of see what it looks like. I don't know what a Zach Taylor offense is yet. You just, I like, think the only thing I, here, I, you, you got too hyped on them, man. You, you, I don't. I, I said they were the worst team in the league, and I still stand by it. They're. I don't think they got anything. I don't believe in Joe Mixon. You got you throwing Gio like Gio Bernard out there. You can shake your head. This podcast is you over. You can shake your head. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're all fired. Until until I see anything, I don't think since he's shit. Joe Burrow. I, I mean, I get he's a rook. He's gonna he's gonna do great things down the road. I'm talking about this season. I don't see Tell shit, that man. Fucker. Because all nope. AJ's been talking nope. about is how good nope. the Bengals are. Now, nah, man, I don't like, think the Bengals are good. His headset. I'm going. Yeah, no, no, why, no, no. why are you throwing no, no, Gio no, no. out there? Yourselves. If you're if you're so good, like I'm just saying, like I don't I don't see it. I don't. I think AJ Green's nope, done. Nope, nope, I think his nope, toes nope. are done. I I, I I don't see it. I don't I don't see anything, man. You are you are a peddler of lies. You you just lost two. Your we just did a, is, is subpar. You just did it. We just did a ten minute segment of how bad the Chargers were, and they fucking nope. won. Okay. Nope. <laughs> they nope. won the nope, game. Nope. Hey, AJ, anytime nope, I talk to him, man. You guys have missed my breaking news. Da 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 da. Uh, oh, what's up? Blake Jarwin is questionable to return with a right knee injury. Oh, shit. Too bad they don't have anybody else to throw the ball to. Uh, 
Yeah. And also, Demario Davis signs an extension. Oh, so that's good. He's a good, yeah, he's double, a good player. He's a good player. Double, double breaking news like, in the podcast. I like Demario Davis. But anyway, back to AJ yeah. and his fucking Bengals fetish. Anytime I talk to this fucking guy, <laughs> I'm like, hey, man. You know, I'll just be talking about something random. Like, hey, man, did you buy those jerseys that you're going to order for all of us? He's like, yeah, I'm working on that. But I, have I ever told you how good the Bengals are going to be this year? I'm like, I don't, I'm nah. not even talking about that. So that's it's, it's a little bit... I, I, I've said this before. You can convince yourself you like every roster. It's whether or not the things that are wrong with it are fatal. And the the issue with how I process football is I get way too roster obsessed. And I love this roster. I just love too many players on it. But their coach is a bozo. They have I like the no, Chargers roster. And fucking, I like yeah. the Chargers roster more <laughs> than the Bengals. And they're bad. And they're, I, yep, and they're ass. Well, we've liked the Chargers roster for fucking half a decade. True. Yeah. And and, and, and they, they've had the same fucking issues. So, so yes, I, through, I qualified my Bengals take <laughs> as spicy because I knew it was bad. Yeah, but and, by, and, by your argument, you're trying to make it sound like the Bengals are a fucking like organization to follow. You, you know, you're talking about the Browns who we like their roster. No, yeah, no. We like the Chargers. Yeah, I, I, they're all organizations I, the, yeah, that have been in t- turmoil. Like they're not like. Yep. You, you don't. Yep. The try things to live by things those are rosters. fatal. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think a lot of it, the reason that I thought there was actually going to be a step up and why I think there's, well, I'm not off that take yet, is I, is I do think if you have a quarterback that can elevate everything, you can start to win games. Sure. And, and, and like I said, Joe Burrow today had like special moments. Like overall, he was not special, but he had special moments that he could go, oh, fuck, cool. Like they got something. And, then and Fat Randy's and, and Joe Burrow... Yeah, and then fat. Yeah, if Fat Randy does not tear his calf off his fucking bone, then all of a sudden they go to overtime, and, and we're be, having and, and, entirely and, different conversation. Joe Burrow could have been the yeah. hero. He could have been a hero. Yeah. So he, he yeah, know. and Joe Mixon would have rushed for 120 yards in overtime, <laughs> and fucking Cody could suck my dick. So can I can so... I ask a question? Like the Bengals do have an easy schedule this year, arguably. I'll give you that. I mean, they got to play the Ravens twice, but they also play yeah. the Browns twice. And that leads me to my next question. Next week, we do, we shat hard on the Browns. We shat hard on the Chargers. Do you think the Bengals will win against the Browns next week? I so I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I have money I, on it already. So I, 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 think the, I think the Browns win this one, but I, I can see them getting them later in the year. Okay. So uh, to to our gamblers out there. Uh, I haven't checked what the new line is, but when I placed my bet, uh, they were giving the Browns nine and a half points in that game, which is it's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. A lot of fucking points. I'm not confident on that. A lot of fucking points. Yeah, so I took the Bengals against that spread. I mean, I would take that too, but I still think the I think the Browns are going to win the game. I think the Browns are going to win, and that's my question. I'm just looking at the schedule. Like, I don't see many games they win. They're not going to win against the Ravens. I don't think they beat the Colts. Nope. The Browns' second game, nope. maybe. They don't beat the Titans. Okay. They do not beat the Steelers. They might beat the Washington team. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe. Dolphins? They probably beat the Dolphins. They're not it's beating the Cowboys. Win. They're not it's beating the Steelers. Team, they're not beating team. the it's Texans. And they're not beating the Ravens again. They're, dude, they're they're looking bad. I, I have... I, I put thirty dollars in them making the playoffs. By the you way, are an absolute <laughs> mad lad. You are crazy. Okay. There's no way. There's no way. I'll I will eat this hat 
this hat right now. <laughs> if they actually put it on the fucking hat board, they will not make the playoffs. There's no way in hell. It's it's on it's on the There's hat no board. Way. It's on the hat board. Beautiful. They're not making the fucking Beautiful. playoffs, dude. They're no, gonna get four no. wins. They're gonna win four games. That's, four games. That's I why it's would spicy. think would be a stretch. That's why it's spicy. That's All why right. it's spicy. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's only one more game of that I think is personally worth talking about. Then we'll get the fuck out of here. Um, and that is the other crime against football, and that is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, man. So, I don't want to talk about yeah, I don't, I don't talk either, about. man. That's just... The, this is the other moment that I said when I was talking about how I was processing who was going to have the first overall pick, and Washington popped into my head, and I'm like, there's no way Ron Rivera lets that happen. Like Ron Rivera like makes the team too respectable to have that happen. And I think that, yeah, I think that's what happened here. They actually came prepared and well organized and Dude, me, holy shit, Washington. Look yeah, what happens when that is the let, case. Let me let me take let me take over and go on a quick rant because you just nailed it, man. Let's this, do it. This whole win was Ron Rivera. And I actually found something interesting. I forgot that he had cancer. Which, when I thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's playing this oh, game like, they, like he has cancer. Like, this is last day to live. <laughs> Do you see how many times that fucker went for it? Like, he just was typical Ron Rivera going for, like, it, like you'll never be able to play football again. He, that's how he coaches. And then on the other side, Philadelphia also played like they had cancer, but not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel sorry for cancer. It has no idea what the fuck it's screwing with the with Ron Rivera. The moral of the story, um, yeah, exactly, is that Ron Rivera's a fucking beast and cancer's not stopping this fucking guy. Do yeah, do not try to take over his organs because no. he will fuck you up. Um and they did it without with doing almost nothing remarkable. No, yeah, with right. Peyton Barber. <laughs> yeah, it's like Peyton Barber rushing for one point seven yards a carry they won this game. <laughs> like, they didn't even know who their running back was gonna be. Yeah, JD McKissick averaging with negative rushing yards, and Terry McLaurin and had like Peyton only Bar- a couple catches. Like it, no one did anything. He had, he had five, five for sixty-one. And Logan Thomas is out here fucking contributing. Called a touchdown. And, and listen, okay, so I feel like there's a very like specific. How do I want to put this? I feel like there's like a talisman that is passed to teams every year, where like. You're in a bad spot, but you're good enough that we have to take you seriously. And that talisman is called Dontrell Inman. And when you have him and you're starting him, it's like you're not in a great right, spot. Yeah, you're well, not in a great spot. Yeah. Not, you're not in a great spot, but you're not gonna tank out because oh, I got Dontrell Inman, <laughs> and he's gonna and he's gonna catch two for twenty one. So if you if your if your favorite great. team ever owns Dontrell Inman, you know exactly where your team stands. Yep. Welcome to six and ten to uh, nine and seven territory. You won't make the playoffs. You will not make the playoffs. <laughs> but you might be able to see it from where you're standing. Is there anything to say about the Eagles other than they're acting like the fucking Eagles and just being like really stupid and disappointing, like they tend to have tended to be yeah, during the Peterson wanna, era? I don't even want to talk about them. Wait, well, they, had, they had a ton Fuck of them. injuries on their offensive line, so like I'm not going to hold this game against them. Again, they're the Eagles. Like they're always hurt. I feel like that always. Yeah, they're always fucking hurt, and they always lose these games. Fuck them. Like anything else to say before we get the fuck out of here? Nope, that was an awesome week one. I'm glad we got football. It was. It was a fun week one. I will say that. Yep. (laughs) Back to being frustrated. All right. Well, thank you. Back to hating Matt Ryan.
Thanks, hey man, Ryan. It, isn't it good to be someplace you know so well, man? Like great. just to be back in like your cozy. It's like being in a cozy armchair, yeah, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm back here. Again. I like him. I can just fuck it. I hate him. Back to it. And it's nice to have a platform where you can just actively work that out too, right? Yeah, it's like therapy for you. Whatever. Yeah, but you scream at your children and your wife. Like <laughs> now, this is the, like less criminal. All right. Well, that's it for football, hot boys. Thank you for joining us, all you hot boys and girls. Uh, I've I've been your hottest boy, AJ Kunzi. Follow me on Twitter at Wisco Kunzi. At JellyX2 underscore. TC131 hot boys. Well done, guys. <laughs> that's fun. I, I'm Codarius1. <laughs> what? And follow the show at. Uh, at... <laughs> what? That was the creepiest thing that man he... ever said. What the fuck was that? <laughs> no 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 that was like a mix of jeffrey Dahmer, and bob ross like what the fuck was that <laughs> I, I just, it's 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 also amazing like i wouldn't i have to taking go to, the follow me on fo- following me on twitter at and saying i am are like such hugely different qualifiers dude. that make that so much more creepier it's way, like i'm way, like i am wisco kunzi like that's an entirely different thing i just did there just than so weird. follow me on like, twitter I, i'm gonna see that in my yeah. fucking nightmares tonight that was so creepy dude i don't know what the fuck that was mm-hmm. then we follow like, cody on the street <laughs> it was a weird laugh too like a weird like <laughs> Follow Cody on the street. Echo Just follow me one. on the street. If you see me, <laughs> give me a high five. I'm down. Follow him home. And then when he's home, just watch him for a little bit. You don't got to do anything. <laughs> All right. Fuck. That was fun. Come back next week or don't. Whatever. Stay hot out there, boys.